How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex with my co-host here, Ryan Moran. And could it get any worse to be a Jets fan? Could it get any worse for this offensive line? It's the constant Russian roulette of left tackles. Dwayne Brown has been ruled out for week one. And according to Robert Sala, he could be headed to the IR as well. This is ridiculous. How many times, how many just, just awful scenarios, awful situations do we have to face before this team can just stay freaking healthy, right? Before they can just have a, an adequate offense, just... The, why does it always have to be the big guys too? Why can't it be like some player that doesn't really matter, like third, fourth string like running back or receiver? Like why does it have to be our left tackle? Why does it have to be Zach Wilson? I don't understand the the, the streak of bad luck that this team consistently goes through. And, you know, first you have Makai Becton. He's obviously injury prone at this point. I'd, I'd label him as such. Um, George, I mean, George Fant is the only guy that seemingly can remain healthy. Obviously, he was missing a, a good portion of training camp and then bounced back, and now he's seemingly ready to go. And it's not bad news that he's playing left tackle because that he, that is his better position. But now you're throwing in a fourth-round rookie and Max Mitchell to play right tackle. And, you know, Duke Manyweather, who, uh, you know, is one of the more renowned individual specialists at the offensive line coaching position, kind of, you know, aside from the NFL, third party, uh, he was like, you know, Max Mitchell's one of my guys. He's a good run blocker, but he's going to struggle in pass pro. He needs more experience. He needs reps. He's not a finished product, and he's going to get beat up um, against the Ravens. That's just the reality of the situation. He's going to get beat up in pass pro. Um, he's a little bit undersized. He needs to win those hand fight battles. He needs to get to uh, his assignments first, and he's got to be aggressive, but he also has to time everything perfectly uh, to stand out in this contest, Ryan. But you know, just hearing about this news, an unexpected kind of blow to this offensive line before the season even begins. Don't know where this, this shoulder injury popped up from. Uh, seemingly just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, you know, what are your thoughts and how you do that? How are you doing today, my friend? Doing well, Alex. I mean, it, it's like you just kind of said to start. I mean, it, it feels like same old Jets, just nonsense. And, you know, it really stems from what Jets fans have kind of echoed as a concern since it was pretty inevitable that they were going to lose Morgan Moses in free agency was the tackle depth was a major concern. And, you know, it, it's really a problem that they went all off season with Connor McDermott and Chuma Doga as really that third tackle, fourth tackle. And to, to really just cut them both the final cutdowns um, as well as this off season went, I think you could say it was a concern and, you know, it, it clearly wasn't addressed well enough. You knew what could you really count on with Beckton's injuries and, you know, it, it then takes you to Dwayne Brown, who's, you know, 37, 38 years old. And, you know, you really got to ask yourself, like, what, what type of football shape this guy was in? And I think that probably has – you'd have to be led to believe that has something to do with this. Um, it, it's just – it's unbelievable. I mean, you lose back in two straight consecutive seasons for the entire year. Now Brown could end up on IR. I mean, he's not going to go for this game. Um I guess the good things, I mean, George Fan is just so reliable and versatile for this offensive line that he's been practicing at right tackle since they signed Brown the last few weeks. And you can just, you know, in a pinch, really put him back at left tackle. And I don't think you're going to have to worry about it. I mean, if anything, he's better there and he's more comfortable, like he's spoken on. Um, but then it takes you to Max Mitchell, who, you know, while I think he's very talented, has a lot of upside potential, room for growth, and, you know, can, can uh, you know, definitely be an asset over the long haul to this group. But, you know, it, just for the development of him, like, is it really, you know, fair to put him out there in this situation? But I guess at this point, it is what it is. Like I said yesterday, everyone knows what Conor McDermott is at this point, And it does make more sense, honestly, to put Mitchell out there. I, I think if we're just being honest about it and, you know, he, he's put into a tough situation. We're going to find out about him right away. I don't, I don't think it's fair to judge Max Mitchell or call him a bust if, you know, he struggles in this game. I, I think 
he's going to make some mistakes. You, you expect that, but you know, I think any encouraging things that you do see from Mitchell, you know, holding up and, you know, competing are, are definitely some good things to draw from it. And, you know, let's hope for the best with Max. Yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, fourth round players, I don't even think you can label them as busts really. I mean, you're, they're fourth round prospects for a reason. I don't expect him to play well. He only played 123 snaps during the first three weeks of the preseason. Um, he gave up three pressures and a quarterback hit did not give up a sack, played all of the snaps at right tackle, uh, graded out a little bit better in run blocking than pass blocking. But again, such a small sample size, it's hard to determine. And also, a lot of these uh, games are up, up against backups. So we don't really know what he's going to do against the starters. Um, you know, the adrenaline rushing, you're, you know, hoping to kind of put together a more proficient performance. And Max Mitchell, look, he's a small guy, he's 6'6 and 307 pounds. You know, 6'6 is actually not that bad in terms of height, but uh, 307 is a little bit light uh, for a guy of his size. So, you know, you're hoping that he can really stand out and make an impact here. But 23 years old, he's young, he's spry. You know, this is someone who's athletic. He has really, really good feet. Um, now it's just about connecting his feet to his hands and kind of using that anchor and, and improving um, on his balance. And I think that he has the qualities to become a solid player. I just think it's too soon, right? It's just a, it's a little too early uh, to be expecting him to take a, that big of a step forward and protect um, against a pretty lethal uh, Baltimore Ravens team here. So, you know, what are you expecting from Fant, though? I know we, I know he's he's locked down. He's cemented. He's a great player. Uh, I guess the question here is, um, you know, do you trust this offensive line right now? Like, can we fully have faith in it? I feel like I still have faith in it. Lake and Tomlinson, ABT, and McGovern. I still feel good about it. Right tackle might be a weakness, but just, you know, that's where you have Tyler Conklin, see Joe Zoma. You can chip these guys off the right side. That's what you do. Uh, so I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on if you still feel confident in this in this group, uh, you know, going into week one. 100% if anything I, I feel more confident in fan at left tackle I would definitely say that and um, just based on fans comments and I think fans in general feel that way um, you know really it wasn't up until Beckton got hurt that they you know had to put him uh, over at right tackle so I, I think you feel good about that you feel good about Lakin at left guard you feel good about McGovern at center ABT at right guard but the one unknown is obviously Mitchell and you look at the Ravens I mean they got one great speed rusher in Odafe Owe, who's, you know, 6'4", has a ton of athleticism. You know, Owe is going to be a handful. I, it'll be interesting to see if they really scheme him up to where he's matched up with Mitchell one-on-one. -on -one. And if so, to your point, you know, whether it's chipping him with Michael Carter, CJ Uzama, whoever that is, you know, they're probably going to have to give Mitchell some help just to be fair to him. And, um, you know, fan, you, you come to expect a guy who's just going to be consistent. He's going to be a great pass blocker. You know, he's not going to give up a ton of pressure, sacks. Um, Justin Houston's their other edge rusher, so an older veteran, but obviously a guy who's accomplished in the league. And, you know, it's, it's a good challenge. And like I said with Mitchell, you know, don't overreact to him getting beat, making a penalty. You know, you expect that he's coming from a lower, lower level of competition. Like you said, he's still got to, you know, get that play strength up. But I will say with Mitchell, you know, any of the good things that you do see in this game, run or pass blocking, you know, definitely draw that up as a win and, you know, feel good that, He's gaining this experience and what's an unfavorable situation for him as a rookie. And, you know, I, I hope Mitchell definitely, you know, continues to progress and show us, you know, some promise moving forward because the Jets need it. That they do, but luckily they have a veteran uh, quarterback in Joe Flacco who understands coverages a little bit on, you know, can pick apart some information at the line of scrimmage and maybe help uh, these guys kind of do a better job. But, this is definitely a tough blow to the Jets' offensive line. Right tackle is definitely a weakness right now, but this is an opportunity for Max Mitchell to say, you know what, I'm going to rise to the occasion and showcase what I can do. And if he plays well, maybe he stays there. Maybe he stays at right tackle. And if Dwayne Brown comes back and, you know, that duo was working well, maybe they're like, you know what, let's just use him as the swing. 
Um, it's definitely possible they pull a move off like that if Matt Mitchell steps up and plays really well. But I, I do expect a lot of inconsistencies from him, given the lack of experience at the NFL level. But, you know, we'll hope for the best, as we as we often try to do. Uh, you know, this is uh, the life of being a fan of every New York sports team, is that we tend to get really, really excited and let down pretty harshly every single year. And every single team, whether you're Yankees or a Mets fan or you're a Giants or a Jets or a Rangers, just constant, like, we can do this. And then, like, after, like, three games, like, we cannot do this anymore. <laughs> we quickly got our spirits crushed at the end of the day. But, you know, this is this is a reality. Hopefully, we're headed towards uh, greener pastures in the future, my friends. But I'd love to hear your perspectives below in the YouTube comments about uh, Dwayne Brown going down. You know, do you trust Max Mitchell? Do you trust this offensive line? Curious to hear your thoughts, as always. Make sure to like and subscribe on the YouTube channel below and on Apple and Spotify, as always. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode. 